Naturally occurring black pigments in vegetables, spices, and seeds have been found to have powerful anti-inflammatory effects. Hi, this is Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and I'm excited about what I think may be the next big thing in anti-inflammatory supplements, a brand new, all-natural daily preventative against a host of possible inflammatory issues. Black for Health Liquid Extract from Future Farm Botanicals. Black for Health combines four plant-based foods, black garlic, black radish root, black cumin seed, and black peppercorn containing high levels of body-ready healing botanicals. Black for Health supports your liver, skin, cholesterol, blood pressure, and weight management, circulation, and immunity. It's a tasty supplement with liposome complex for optimal absorption. For more information or to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's myfuture. Farm, P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome back to today's edition of the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. It's our weekly Q&A with Layla, wherein we answer your questions. Radio program at AOL.com, the destination for questions. And Layla, what's next? From Jason, Jason writes... I'm currently waiting for my turn to receive the COVID vaccine. Many of my friends have already received their two shots, and they've described their reactions like several days of body aches, fever, fatigue, especially after the second shot. Do you have any recommendations to minimize these post-vaccine reactions? I'm curious about such possibilities as hydration, diet, caffeine, NAC, quercetin, zinc. Okay, you know, those are all good suggestions. Uh, to look at, I, I wrote an article about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that question came in before my article appeared. It might have. But I, I anticipated I that there would be a lot of questions about that because um, there is actually a considerable literature about uh, the effects of malnutrition on vaccine efficacy. They're not talking about side effects. We're talking about will the vaccine take. And mm-hmm. you know, the suggestion is that malnourished people have kind of a depleted immune system, and maybe the vaccine yeah. is less likely to work. Actually, and I wrote, I, I did the research on this. Uh, vaccines seem to work pretty well, even in rather malnourished individuals, by and large. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, fortunately, you know, for large parts of the world where the nutrition's not great, you know, we yeah. have immunization programs against uh, dread diseases like Ebola and yes. so on and so on. Um, so, uh, that being said, there are some studies looking at specific nutrients like vitamin D and zinc and vitamin A. This is for not reducing side effects. This is for efficacy. Yeah. And, uh, the results are equivocal on that. You know, some studies say it's, yeah, you know, vitamin D matters. Others say, nah, it doesn't matter that much Mm. from what I can see. Mm Um, so but it it does make sense, nonetheless, to have adequate vitamin D and zinc on board and yes. maybe take a multivitamin, mm-hmm. which will supply you with coverage yeah. on some nutrients that you might not have that much of, like selenium, for example. Right. Or, you know, right. Uh, Quercetin is still good and, as an ionophore right. for the carriage of zinc. Yeah, and, and quercetin is <laughs> permissible. And you know, so the other question is, would any of these nutrients interfere with a vaccine? Um well, you know, there's a little concern about like immune boosting nutrients, like, you know, yeah. taking lots of elderberry before the vaccine or taking lots of echinacea. You know, maybe not the best idea right before the vaccine because the vaccine already boosts your immunity. You might get an additive effect and you might feel 
consider, you know, we, hypothetically, there's no studies yeah. on this. Yeah. And by the way, there are no studies on the effects of nutrition and the either the efficacy of the vaccine or the risk of side effects with this new set of vaccines. Yes. No studies. There's tantalizing information we have from looking at the flu. For example, there is a, um, I believe there's a study, and it's in the, in the newsletter article, and you can find those articles at drhoffman.com. It's mm-hmm. not too long ago that I wrote it, so all those articles are posted. Mm-hmm. Um, an interesting article, which I provided a link to, which shows that uh, the pneumovax, the pneumonia yes. vaccine, more efficacious when people have a diet high in fruits and vegetables prior to taking it. Ah, there we go. That's All interesting. Right. Huh? Why that is? Maybe it has something to do with the microbiome. Sure. You know, uh, maybe it has to do with some of the phytochemicals that are in there that are beneficial. Right, right. But th- that doesn't speak to the vaccine reactions. Yeah. So, you know, how do you put the brakes on vaccine reactions without a putting... cold a- compress? Yeah. <laughs> Right, that's physical. A warm compress, right, I don't right. know. Yeah, no, cold. Yeah. cold you know what I mean? On your arm we'll, we'll, will, that, will that hurt the vaccine efficacy? I doubt it. Yeah. Uh, you know, unless you freeze the vaccine like immediately afterwards, you know, that you don't want to do that. Uh, the other thing is when you take the vaccine, don't have a big agenda, work agenda. Get adequate sleep. Yes. Don't do it after you're pulling it all nighter. Right. Uh, <clears throat> you know, allow for rest. Don't exercise excessively because you yeah. might feel a little less, you know, awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, exercise is immunosuppressive. You may feel tired anyway. Yeah. Um, balance your blood sugar because actually, you know, I talked to Dr. Jeff Bland about, uh, he, he, he's a very, uh, uh, into the self-monitoring, uh, technology. Yeah. yeah. And so he, he's been wearing a continuous glucose monitor for mm-hmm. a long time just to, you know, watch how he reacts to different things. And, uh, you know, he also noticed that when he took his product, the Himalayan tartary buckwheat, that he had a better blood sugar reaction. Ah. So he, he was part of a study that showed that that improved mm-hmm. blood sugar reactions. But he, so he took the vaccine and he saw that his blood sugar, even mm-hmm. though he didn't feel terrible, he felt a little under the weather. Yeah. He said very mild reactions, but he saw his blood sugar deteriorate, not majorly, like he didn't get like full-blown diabetic, but he, he actually saw there was, his blood sugar control was less good. So... Mm. Kind of behooves you that at the time that you take the vaccine, don't eat a lot of sugar, don't eat a lot of refined carbohydrates, right. you know. Well, here's the thing. Blood sugar goes up in the presence of infection, yes. a cold. That's kind of what the vaccine is Precisely. kind of giving you. Precisely. So, yeah, your blood sugar is going to go yes, up. Yes, it's a that stress. That would be a normal reaction. It's a stress. And yeah. under stress, blood sugar deteriorates. Yeah. You know, blood sugar deteriorates under sleeplessness. Blood yes. sugar deteriorates under uh, psychological stress. Blood sugar deteriorates, uh, you know, at various times that uh, you have an illness, mm-hmm. you know, so, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. So, but, you know, it's kind of, bottom line, I think it's going to be hard to screw it up. Yeah. And it, it's also hard to predict how individuals will react. Mm. Uh, you know, so it's kind of like one of these things where you pays your money and you takes your chances. Right. And you see how you do. Right. Uh, should you take like Tylenol or Advil at the time? You know, per, they say no because they, unless your arm really severely hurts, then, then you can. You can. You know? I mean, it's it's it. You can't. You, know, you probably can't really screw it up. I mean, if you develop a fever of 103 after the vaccine, okay, sure, fine, take something. It's not going to, uh, you know, annihilate the benefit of the vaccine. Yeah. But you know, less you want to let your immune system react to it unimpeded. Mm-hmm. 
you know, in a, mm-hmm. in a rested state and a less stressed state. Yeah. And, um, you know, so don't, you know, plan like a big, you know, trip or party right. hardy right exactly. after that. You know, it's like, take I'm going to take the vaccine on Friday night and I got a big party on Saturday yeah, night. Yeah, don't you know, do that. Disco, whatever. Take the vaccine on Monday. I'm Just... going to a rave afterward. No. <laughs> it's like, Gonna take, okay. gonna take the love drug after. You know, it's like, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. Um, so this is an opportunity for one of our sponsors to share a vital message with you. So please listen up. Here goes. This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Propax with NT Factor, a complete vitamin and mineral formula. NT Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause whether it be age, illness, or just being run down. NT Factor repairs damaged cells, restores healthy bacteria in your digestive tract. Clinical trials have shown NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half, and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking NT Factor for years, and now the 45-day money-back guarantee you have nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158. That's 800-982-9158. Or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Thanks for listening and thanks for supporting our sponsors. They would make Intelligent Medicine a continuing free resource to you. And we'd very much appreciate if you uh, investigate their products because they are things that I heartily approve of. And now back to our questions. What's next, Layla? From Stephen, Dr. Hoffman, years back, DSMO was touted as DMSO. a DMSO. Treatment- D- Oh, DMSO. Yeah. He said he writes DSMO. He's dyslexic. Oh, okay. He's dyslexic. Was touted as a treatment for so arthritis. I, 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 I've long said, it. thank dog, I'm not dyslexic. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Years back, DMSO was touted as a treatment for arthritis and many other ailments too. Although it could still be found on dusty bottom shelves in some supplement stores, no one talks about it anymore. What happened? Is it still useful? The problem is it stinks. Oh, it, it really smells. smells bad, and oh, that it's the fishy thing. Fishy odor thing. It, it's the thing with the fishy, garlicky odor. It's an odor that is uh, unrivaled in potency and very distinct. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, it it it's, it remains for days after you've even rubbed it into your skin. It penetrates the skin beautifully, so it's a great vehicle for bringing things inside. Yeah. Uh, but it is not, um, it's not tenable, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. And it, it might have anti-inflammatory pro- properties. Mm-hmm. Uh, there have been some books written about DMSO. And in early in my career, I, uh, I interviewed uh, one of the pioneers of DMSO usage. He was a real advocate of that. And there's a science behind it. Uh, you get some of the benefits by using MSM, but not oh, nearly yeah. as potent. <clears throat> Sulfur, yeah. Yeah, DMSO was pioneered by, I'm looking it up here, Um, it was pioneered by, um, uh, what's his name? I wonder why it fell out of favor. You think it's because it's smelly? Yeah. More than anything? Main thing. Sure. Main thing. Well, that's interesting. They say that some studies have found that DMSO may be useful for treating certain side effects of chemotherapy. Uh, skin inflammation, scleroderma. Um, you know, there's some research uh, on it uh, that's continuing, but 
the problem is the odor, you know. Yeah. It, it's used for bladder uh, installation for the treatment of interstitial cystitis, huh. but it makes you could make you sort of a pariah. You know, huh. I used to administer it to patients who have interstitial cystitis. I used to like uh, get a bag of DMSO and hook up a line and put a catheter in and put it right into the bladder. Wow. And uh, instill it, and patients would get substantial relief. But then, you know, as they left the office, they would trail this mm. peculiar odor. And then if you got on an elevator with them for the next couple of days, you'd say, whoa, what's with this person? What's going on? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. We have, Stephen, thank you for that question. We've got two questions regarding vitamin K uh, from Linda and from Susan. Let me start with Linda. Um, Stanley Jacob was the guy. Oh, was that his name? Yeah. Okay. It was use of DMSO in medicine days from around 1960, Oregon Health and Science University Medical School team headed by Stanley Jacob, who I interviewed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this 1963, I, I interviewed him later than that, but he probably has long since passed. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, uh, let's see, he's not listed here, but, um, you know, he used it as a um, topical analgesic. Wow. No, arthritis especially. Arthritis were like, especially, you know, okay. It was used, sold in health food stores as like a, you know, arthritis remedy. It's used a lot in veterinary medicine because if you're a dog or a, or a horse, you know, it's a little, makes less of a difference if you smell funny. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if you're going to shun by other horses, you know. You know, they yeah. keep, keep away from you in the state. Like, oh, oh, here it comes. Yeah. Here comes Seabiscuit. It's, it's, it's like, stay away from him. He just got a treatment for his oh bum, bum fetlock. <laughs> yeah. That would have to sink if you're putting it on skin. That's true. Yeah. All right. So Linda writes, I couldn't figure out how to buy vitamin K2 on your site. I was prescribed 45 milligrams for osteoporosis, and I thought you might sell that dose. No, Linda, it's not a 45 milligram. It's a 90 milligram. And you should, should essentially take two a day. I think it's a protocol. Protocol for life. Protocol for life. Makes a, uh, a, a 90, life 90 milligram, which you should take 180 uh, microgram. It should be micrograms, it's milligrams here. Yeah. Uh, so, but beyond that, you could take up to 300. Yeah. Because we're even finding that 300, between 300 and 350 is, is, know, a pro, is a better dose. You know, I think for vitamin if, K. If, if people are having trouble finding stuff on the website, you know, I might take the liberty of telling them to call Fullscript. They have an 800 number. Oh, and, yeah. And uh, let me see if I can find that. Mm-hmm. Um, the. And they also have like yeah. a, they have a help uh, box, you know, if you're ordering stuff. Mm-hmm. So you know, you just like uh, you know, use the help box. Don't mm-hmm. give up. Um, you know, there's there's a number that you can call. You know, eight hundred number, uh, or just use their help and support. Yeah. Yeah. Good idea. And say, I mean, I'm looking Good for, idea. and that that sometimes, you know, you you, you need customer support. You know, it's like. Yeah. When I'm buying, uh, you know, some new bike clothes, I'll go, you know, that medium looks just right, but it might be a little tight. Let me call them up and say, give them my exact information. Right. You know, yeah, I've got a, you know, uh, these are my dimensions. Mm-hmm. And uh, what do you think? Does and it go, tend to be snug or does it yeah. tend to be loose? And then they go, oh, you better get a large. 
get yeah. a lawyer. You know, it's like, oh, thank you. It's like I couldn't tell that from the website. It's like, sure, okay, sure. That's customer that, service is alive and well at Fullscript. It, yes, yes. Uh, and another question about K from Susan, who's a sixty-four-year-old female. How much K should I supplement if I eat a lot of meat? Is it even necessary? And how much should I supplement if I don't eat many fermented products, other than yogurt and sauerkraut? I've left New York, and there is no natto available out here. I wonder where out here is. <laughs> there's no there's no natto available in Prescott, Arizona, <laughs> or something. <laughs> I'm standing on a corner in Prescott, Arizona. So, yeah, uh, fermented. Yeah, natto cheese is another. Uh, primarily, the hard cheeses have some vitamin K. Meat has vitamin K. It's Meat very doesn't difficult. have that much. Though, no, it does. doesn't. It's hard to OD on vitamin K. They've shown even if you took a thousand micrograms, okay, with a no of adverse safety. effect. Mm-hmm. I literally, I recently talked about this on podcast, and I oh. got this from the Office of Dietary Supplements. Okay, there has been no reported anything mm-hmm. about ODing on as much as one thousand micrograms okay. of vitamin K. Wow! So I think it's pretty safe to. Still supplement, take the 180 mm-hmm. micrograms a day. I still would. I right, do. Right, right. And even though I eat these things. For both cardiovascular protection so, and yes. uh, bone uh, exactly. health. Exactly. I think exactly. there's a real downside to, to that. No. Uh, but, no. Uh, you know, is there much vitamin K in meat? Mm, not all that much. Probably is some. There is some. Yeah. You know, if you're having a steak and you're having a... A little cheese. If you're having a salad, because that's K1, mm-hmm. the dark green leafies are K1. Right. Or your, you know, your arugula salad, which is a favorite, and uh, you know your kale, your 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 chard, all of that, your spinach, all of that. There's some K there. So yeah, but honestly, about 180 micrograms to 300 micrograms. That's kind of where I. Mm-hmm. Where what I. By the way, there was prescribe. a little bit of a vitamin K. Uh, uh, choke point in the supply chain for a while. It was there a little was. hard to get, and it, now it's coming yeah, back. Yeah, it's, it's finally coming, coming back. back. That as well as a few other things. Yep. So, ah, okay. This is from Judy. We're always going to have vaccine questions, you know. Yeah. Hi, Dr. Hoppin and Layla. I'm a 62-year-old woman who's confused about the COVID vaccines. I read so many bad things, but yet I want to do my part and get vaccinated. I worry about future autoimmune disease if I get vaccinated. I eat right. I exercise. I'm wondering if there's anything I could do or take to deter me from getting any negative outcomes well, there if I do decide yeah. to go ahead yeah. with it. There isn't really. I take D, C, quercetin, zinc, and other things. Right. I, you know, I might add that uh, it there may be, uh, just to continue on, the, this is a little bit like the same question we answered before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is there's some evidence that the microbiome has an impact on uh, severity of COVID, but also maybe yeah. severity of vaccine reactions. So that uh, yeah. optimizing your microbiome ahead of time might be a good idea. I mean, sometimes it's hard to change your microbiome. If you have a you know horrible microbiome, you're eating really badly for a long time, or you've taken a lot of antibiotics. Um, but uh, taking probiotics uh, and or, you know, eating... Um, eating really healthfully, resistant starch for about so. a week, at the very least. At the very least, yeah. that can change your microbiome because right. that could change over a few days. Yeah, unless it's been really assaulted by overuse of antibiotics right. in your life. And another one is, it, I think, taking adequate fish oil 
uh, omega-3 tends to reduce inflammatory reactions. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, you know, I, I wish, I mean, I'm going to follow the research very carefully, but I'm pretty sure that they're only going to play catch-up ball with that research, mm-hmm. and it's not a high-priority research right it's now. It's not. It, you know, if there was a, a drug to cure COVID, that would be high-priority research. But if there's like a a supplement or a diet to mm-hmm. mitigate vaccine reactions, that's less of a research right. priority, unfortunately. Right. Well, and, the, and plus it's hard to, to separate it out. It's like, you know, what, you know, you're eating a Mediterranean diet. Well, what component of the Mediterranean diet is the secret sauce that helps? Is it the olive oil? Is it the, you know, is the phytochemicals? Is it yeah. the fish? Lots of omega-3s. Is it, you know, what is, is it? Some it? other, exactly. Fermented, you know, yogurt, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Thank you, Judy. All right. I think we have time for one more. Uh, I have, it's actually a comment, but we, we could talk we, about it. We want we want people to get their money's worth. Yes. Because so, it's, it's expensive to do this. Yeah. This is <laughs> this is from Susan. Just back from six days in Naples, Florida, I carefully pack the endless supplements I take from years of listening to to you and your great show on my iPod. I listen to you both. But I forgot to put them in my carry-on at the last minute. Oh. Nada. So I went five days for the first time ever. And survived. And not taking the stuff I've added for over 20 years. And survived. And survived. I usually buy whatever you've suggested that would help to learn that what you later decided were not so good. Maybe remove, remove a few things. Anyway, I've made it into my mid-70s trim, fit, and so far, nothing bad happening health-wise. I think I survived with no supplements and no ill effects for a whole week. Whoa. Dr. Hoffman. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, that's great. Just a comment. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, this actually happened to me a few years back. I was uh, going to Spain, you know, uh-huh. and uh, I packed, of course, all my vitamins and measured them out and put them into these little baggies because yeah. you didn't want like a lot of containers rattling around. So I had to pre-measured doses and it was 10 days worth. And then, um, you know, I get in the cab and I go, oh, geez, I think I left those, you know, on the uh-huh. counter. You Oops. Know, I had them like poised there to throw in my bag. Right. right. And then, so for, and this is like the first time that, you know, I didn't have anything. Uh huh. And did you panic and go back? I, no. I, I had this the real like an anxiety attack. And then I said, uh, you know, like the, you'll function, you know, yes. and it'll, it'll it'll be fine. And you'll plus, eat good Spanish food. And yeah, and food. plus, you know, guess what? Uh, you know, I think I'm I have a, a reserve of good habits that can carry mm-hmm. me forward. So a little lapse like that is naturally going to happen. And uh, sure, you know, unless you're on, it's it's not like life sustaining medication. Exactly. Um, you know exactly so like if i've forgotten to reorder my vitamins for example oh no i was out of this for a few days yeah that's all right that's what happens it's sometimes okay. it's like yeah it's i realize right. that you know uh, by mistake i run out of uh, glucosamine you know which mm-hmm. i take regularly mm-hmm. and uh, so I, I got a whole shipment of glucosamine and i put it away and you know then i looked at my vitamins and i said I don't see those distinctively shaped glucosamine tablets in there. And what I, I had done is I have all these vitamins lined up in my, I have a bar refrigerator, you know, uh-huh. to keep them cool. No alcohol, of course, you know, just... A wine fridge that you use for your supplements. Right. Good for you, Dr. Hoffman. Right. It's totally dedicated to supplements, <laughs> just supplements. So, uh, but... Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. They said you want a wine fridge. They don't drink mm-hmm. wine. I said, well, put it in a fridge anyway because I could yeah. use that. So, so I realized I hadn't taken it for a while, and I thought, you know, I guess I better start taking it again. You know, and it, I don't know how long I'd gone. Maybe I'd gone for like uh, mm-hmm. a few weeks without adding it back. It happens. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, and come to think of it, my joints had been a little finicky, you know. Oh. So, so you maybe, felt... maybe, you know, now I'm catching up. Yeah. You know, this just happened a, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I wonder if you would have felt the same way if it was a double blind. Yeah. Placebo it's a control. They, they still gave you glucosamine, I, but it wasn't. I, it was I, a sugar pill. No, you know what? Did your, did your joints get creaky during I, that time? <laughs> you, you know, at, at 68, there's a fair chance on a given day uh-huh, uh-huh. that I could experience something if I think right. hard enough about it. You know? Yes, 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 <laughs> but, exactly. Uh, nonetheless, I you know, was able to crank out a pretty good bike ride this weekend, 16 miles, so that was good. Terrific. Terrific. Um, nice weather for it, too. It was, yeah, nice and hilly, too. Mm. Hill repeats. Hill repeats. Bring them on. <laughs> Bring them on for the summer. I'm, I'm really, you know, very anxiously anticipating the summer because it's the freedom of not having to bundle up, you know, and going out and not having to grit yeah. my teeth. And, um, I had those, um, instead of gloves, I had, like, those things that the bike snow messengers have, like those shields around my handlebars just to keep my hands from freezing while I was going in temperatures of 28 degrees wow. at times. Don't need them anymore. And, That's great. Uh, it's going to be nice. Yay. So if you see like, uh, you know, a colorful uh, bike kit, you know, tuning along the highway somewhere out there in New Jersey or Long Island, that might be me. <laughs> Wave and say hey. <laughs> yeah. Just don't run me over. Right. <laughs> Okay. okay, everybody, thank you. The email is radioprogram at AOL.com, so keep them coming. We appreciate them. Thank you so much. The questions have been great. Really appreciate uh, that fodder for our conversations. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoppin. Thank you, Layla. Thanks, Dr. Hoppin. This is our weekly Q&A with Layla. Thanks for joining us. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly, along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.